Hi there, and welcome to the Chaos Podcast from the CAP team here at Maternal Infant Services Network. The focus of our podcast is cultivating health, acceptance, opportunity, and soul, which we've shortened to chaos. The podcast features our team of CAP community health educators and a variety of guest speakers. As a quick reminder, this is just an educational discussion as we are not medical professionals. Our podcast aims to empower youth personally and professionally by discussing the topics most affecting their lives. My name is Katie, and I will be your host today. Let's get into the episode. I'm joined today with a very special guest. Will you introduce yourself? Hey guys, it's Megan, another CAP Health Educator here at MASN to be here today. Thank you for being here. Um, So as we covered in our last two episodes, we're going to do another introduction to a community health educator um, and learn a little bit more about Megan and what she does here on the team and her path to the team and maybe a little bit of what she does outside of work. Um, So I'll start with an easy question. Where did you go to college? So I went to Monroe College in Marysville. Okay. Did you enjoy it? I did, actually. It was a nice, healthy mix of different cultures. So it was a nice way to learn. What did you get your degree in? So I have my bachelor's in criminal justice. That's really cool. That's not what I expected your answer to be. Who did you expect it to be? I don't know. That's so fun. How was that? It was nice. It was nice learning from different lawyers and judges and even some retired police officers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Professor Kaden. It was nice. So how does your coursework relate to your job now as a community health educator? So basically the majority of what I've learned regarding youth studies, health, domestic violence, I can tie in together with my job here. You know, trauma information, domestic violence, different liaisons and stuff like that. Also with my internships with the law firm. I like to say I didn't stay on the straight and narrow path. I kind of divulged a bit and dipped my toes here. The fun way. Yeah, I went <laughs> in the fun way, tried different things to kind of like pull it together. So I have experience with customer service, then collections and mm. all this different stuff. So tie it together along with my degree. It really helped with being an educator here. Yeah, you get to bring a lot of experience into the role. Mm. Different aspects. Mm-hmm. So along that journey, like, was there any obstacles that you faced? Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We all got a few, but. (laughs) You you all got a few, including myself being one of the obstacles. You know, life was life in, came at me hard. Mm. There was a lot of things that I had to overcome in order to be there. Yeah. Do you think that that could translate into any advice you might give to someone who's maybe high school age yes. or even college age, like Definitely. thinking they're getting this degree in something that they're, they are passionate about, but maybe in a few years they'll end up in a different role? So always trust your gut. Mm. Never deviate. Don't let what other people say be your end all be all. Trust yourself and ask questions. Yeah. Never be afraid to ask questions. If you feel like, hey, I don't feel like this is for me anymore, then change it. Mm -hmm. Do what it is that you are passionate about. Mm -hmm. And when you're passionate, I promise you that passion does not die. Mm -hmm. You just find new ways to fuel it. Yeah. Do you have any stories of when you had like a gut feeling and you were like, I 
feel like I want to change something or this is what I feel like I'm really passionate about. Yeah. So fun fact, when I was younger, I actually wanted to be a marine biologist. We all go through that phase. <laughs> I was adamant I was going to be a marine biologist. I specifically wanted to work with killer whales. Ooh. That is my favorite mammal. I really wanted to work with them. That's cool. I did how many projects on them. And I used to always have to debate my point on why they are the greatest of all time. And one day I had a teacher. She sat me down and she's like, why is it a marine biologist? I was like, well, you know, I'm excellent in math. You know, I'm kind of struggling. And, and I went all of things. And she was like, okay, but why? Mm-hmm. And she kept, she wouldn't stop asking me, but why? And at some point I was getting annoyed. Like I was starting to get kind of hot. So I'm like, why are you asking me, but why? Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this yeah. is what I want to do. I know it. I know it. And she was just like, if you're not passionate about it, that is when you're going to have your yourself are always going to ask yourself, but why? Mm. Why am I here? Why am I doing it? And I realized I didn't really have that much of a passion for it Mm -hmm. other than my interest in whales. So I know if I go in that field, I'm not going to start off exactly working on whales. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dip and dab. So it's like, "Mm, maybe you're right. Like I was going back in the basketball, she's just like, but why? <laughs> if you're not passionate. But why? And then I started trying to argue again. And she was like, you know what you are passionate about? I was like, no, you're going to tell me this is the part where you get all yeah. mystical, Mrs. Miyagi. And she was like, I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> she said, you are very much passionate about debate. Mm-hmm. I've seen you. You would do research to back up your point. Look at what you just did regarding the whales and why you wanted to be a marine biologist. She was like, no, you're going to be a lawyer. I was like, why does everybody keep telling me that? Yeah. Until I saw good old Maxine Shaw turning at law, <laughs> a living single. I was like, oh, okay. I can see that. Mm. I, can, I can see me in her. And from there, my criminal justice went right in yeah do you feel like being a lawyer is like a goal you still have or a path you might still like oh, return to i still have that as mm-hmm. a goal that will always be my goal that is what i really want to do i love what i do here yeah because it helps tie in what i ultimately want to do being a lawyer specifically for family law that works with domestic violence that's what i want to do yeah I love that. So it sounds like you've really been a little bit all over the place in a really positive way. Are there any like hobbies or passions you've picked up along the way that maybe don't <laughs> relate at all? Yes. So I am a total Disney Marvel geek. I love it. I love rewatching all mm. the older school movies. I literally have any type of theme for disney i will do it i am the one that will always say let's go to comic-con let's go to renaissance fair that's so fun yeah let's go i was first in line to go see little mermaid i have no shame i don't (laughs) care i will be in there singing the songs right along with them and my goddaughter loves me for that because she'd be like tt let's do this song let's i have a whole disney playlist yeah i don't care um, also, I love The Sims. I love gaming. I love just 
having fun. Like, yeah, do adult things. Like, you know, going out. We all have to. Like, <laughs> I'm a big kid at heart. Yeah, I love that. Do you feel like it's important to, like, have that balance? Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to have that balance because once you get so caught up on, quote, unquote, adulting, I feel like, in a sense, you lose touch with what's going on. And what I mean by that is you lose touch with the generation coming up because you forget, like, at some point you used to be a kid. Mm -hmm. You're so focused on, well, I'm an adult now. I'm an adult now. I'm an adult now. Okay, yes, you're an adult. You have responsibilities. Your responsibilities have changed from once you were a kid. But that still doesn't negate the fact that you were once a kid. Right. So... I still feel like at some point you have to give a certain amount of grace, Mm -hmm. the same that was afforded to you or was not afforded to you. Because you remember how it was coming up, going through puberty or being bullied or transferring to a new school or being the new kid. Like you remember how that was. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like us as adults, it is always good to fuel our inner kid. Yeah, and particularly in our role as, like, youth educators, I think mm-hmm. that that probably helps you, like, build those connections. Definitely. Because mm-hmm. kids, they feel more comfortable and relaxed when you're not coming in, like, I'm the teacher, I'm the educator, when you're right. coming in, like, all right, guys, this is what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to be. And you're more so on their level, mm-hmm. but you still have that, I'm still the adult. I'm still the one that's here. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're on a somewhat equal level, but I still I'm I'm still afforded that respect. Right. And it can be so much more about like sharing knowledge rather than just like throwing knowledge on exactly. people. Yeah, I think that's so important and I feel like that's kind of something you should put on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm like hip with the kids. <laughs> um Yeah, so something that I think myself and Ashley both talked about in our podcast were what we were looking forward to as health educators, because we're both relatively new, but you've been on the team for a lot longer than us. So maybe like, if you could touch on a little bit about like what your journey as a health educator has looked like and like what you're looking forward to as we kind of come together as this new team and like, build up our like next years or next five years of work so the main thing when i first started it was very nervous and nerve-wracking like you want me to public speak you want me to like work a room and essentially i know we don't like to use the word teach but you want me to teach Mm -hmm. an experience and that's the thing that really got me at first i was like okay i'm teaching information but in all honesty you're kind of teaching an experience by guiding them Mm -hmm. based upon your own experience. So I have to teach you how to advocate for yourself. I have to teach you, you know, how to work boundaries, create Mm -hmm. boundaries, explain your boundaries, what you like and what you dislike. So that was kind of eye-opening for me. So from when I started compared to now, I would have to say the journey had a lot of bumps in the road, but it was worth it. Yeah. I learned myself along the way. So I created new boundaries for myself Mm -hmm. and learned 
a lot from the kids that I had. And it was, I have to say, it was a nice journey. Yeah. And I think that just shows that, like, anything, any information we're bringing to youth about, like, boundaries or, like, life balance, uh, figuring out what you want to do as an adult, it's Mm -hmm. so ongoing. And all of us as educators are still figuring all that out. So I think it just, you know, makes you more of a positive role model. Or even when we touch on the quote, quote, forbidden word, sex. Yeah. It's it's a lot. There are a lot of things that we learn about along the way about sex about personal hygiene feminine mm. hygiene all these things so it it was really eye-opening mm-hmm. yeah but my hopes for the team is that we continue learning along the way not just from the trainings that we do but also from each other definitely and we continue the chemistry and we continue to like bounce off of each other like and we just have each other's back yeah and that's what makes a team yeah um what would you say your favorite thing about your job is i want to say my favorite part is going to be the people that i work with oh don't get a big head (laughs) yeah she didn't mean me (laughs) (laughs) the people that i work with because each each day it really is something new and it doesn't have to be necessarily a bad thing it's always something of oh, this is what I just found out, or this is something that we can do. So it's always something to keep you on your toes regarding learning. And me personally, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love the quote-unquote randomness. Mm -hmm. I love that it's not always just day in, day out, this is the same thing that we're doing, and oh my God, why are we matching today? But (laughs) we are matching our outfit. Yeah, (laughs) this is what I, I like about it each day is a new experience i do get the sense like that we are all kind of developing together and like learning from each other and that's a great experience um so we did talk a little bit about your future goals of maybe becoming a lawyer and like that path but where do you see yourself in five years an attorney either you have a big smile on your face that's so sweet That's, that's always my passion an attorney either starting at my own firm or working in one of my dream firms. Mm-hmm. Would your firm that you'd be opening up be in this country or maybe in another country? So I would love to have either two or three firms in this country and at least two firms in London. Love have you been there? I have. Yeah. I did my abroad internship in London. Oh, that's so cool. It was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. How do you feel like London compares to like New York? In what aspect? Do you feel like our job exists over there? I feel like it probably does. But the same thing here, it's not as wildly known mm. as it is as it should be. Mm-hmm. Because before seeing this job posting, did we know about it? Mm-hmm. Did we, when we were younger, the age of the kids that we help now, did we have anyone come to us and talk to us and tell us these things? Mm-hmm. Or was it all dependent on our parents and ourselves and our teachers? So I feel like more than likely our job over there does exist. Is it as widely known as it should be? No. So what would you change about that in New York or the United States? I would definitely say 
it all goes back to the parents and their willingness to let their kids learn these things. Mm -hmm. As I said before, sex right now is and has always been considered taboo. Mm -hmm. That leads to a lot of situations that shouldn't lead to. When you leave people ignorant and uneducated to things they should know about, it causes a lot of destruction, in my opinion. I agree. Because you're leaving kids open to people to take advantage of them. If one peer is more educated than the other, instead of them sharing what they know, sometimes they use it to their advantage. Same thing with an adult. Mm -hmm. If I know something that you're ignorant in and I see you as prey, I'm a predator. What is a predator going to do? They're going to stalk you and do what they have to do to get the prey. Knowledge and education can be so empowering. Yes. So I completely agree. Um, well, you've been, yeah. <laughs> so you've been to London, but is there a dream place you want to travel to? Rome, Ooh. Greece, Fiji, and South Africa. Mm, what draws you to all those different places? So I have friends in South Africa. I definitely mm-hmm. want to see them. Greece, I've always loved it based upon Greek mythology. Ooh, yeah. And Rome, I've always loved Italy. Mm-hmm. So Rome has definitely been like one of my go-tos. And Egypt. But. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have like a little historical side then. Because a lot of those places I feel like have a very deep history. Yes, history was my favorite subject. Mm. I'm seeing it all add up like the history and like the law yeah (laughs) that's not a bad thing to be yeah I think we all are and and people just hide it sometimes I'm the one that's in the group chat sending random facts (laughs) and then depending on the group chat I'm either getting random facts back or I'm being told, shut up, it's too early for this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the TikTok. It's, um, Egyptians believe the most significant thing you could do was die. I know what you're talking about. It's the guy that's playing like multiple roles. Mm-hmm. He's all the siblings. Yeah. And he's telling, I think the brother's name is Brian. And Brian is just giving all these random facts. Brian. Yeah. And everyone else is on the show. Yeah. Um, so we're on TikTok. Follow us at MISN underscore cap. Which is the same as our Instagram. Yes. Another like piece of evidence that we are also still kids at heart. <laughs> well, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Tune in for more. That's it. Yeah. Just tune in for more. On we all our platforms. Give. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of our Chaos Podcast. We release new episodes every other Friday. Until the next one, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at MISN underscore cap. See you next time.